0: Tax turning founder of IRA Financial. And on today's episode, three really good questions. I really, really, really like today's episode. Only downside is you're going to have to listen to me talk and fighting a cold. So um, please bear with me. And uh, I'm sorry for uh, my voice. But um, let's get started. Why not? First question It's from Russ R. of Dallas, Texas. Russ wants to know if I have a self tracked IRA LLC and another custodian, how can I transfer to IRA Financial? So great question, Russ. We have a lot of people come over to IRA Financial because we're flat fees. No asset valuation fees, no transaction fees. So lots of people um, are, are moving their IRAs to us. It's super simple to do. You can go on our app. If you have a LLC already done, then you just need to fill out a regular self-record IRA. Application and on our app, you just need to pick that option, and then we'll reach out to you with all the LLC info so we can do the in-kind transfer. The beauty of using of moving an LLC to us owned by the IRA is everything in the LLC can stay, right? So if you have your IRA owns the LLC, LLC is called the ABC LLC, has a bank account at Bank of America already, that LLC can stay intact. All we're doing is switching out the owners from your former custodian to IRA financial. So we will amend your operating agreement, we'll flip that out, and you'll still be able to own the same LLC. The only difference is you'll have a new custodian, IRA financial, versus your old custodian. So any cash you have at that old custodian, you'll roll over to IRA financial tax-free, but otherwise pretty simple process, mostly just paperwork. If you don't have an LLC, you're just doing an IRA, then yeah, just go choose the self record IRA option, You'll open an account with us, we'll do a tax-free rollover. Um, and if the investments are already made, then we'll just do an in-kind transfer of that IRA investment you did from the with the other custodian. We'll move the cash and then the other asset, let's say it's a private note or private placement, we'll help you retitle that with the promoter or the manager of that investment vehicle, so that the new owner would be IRA financial trust company custodian for the benefit of your IRA. So, Russ. Either way, whatever you wanna do, we're here to help. Super easy, it's mostly just paperwork. Uh, if it's in kind, like an asset, it's paperwork. If it's cash, we'll move the cash, it's all tax-free. So our app makes it super easy and uh, I think you'll be very happy uh, with IRA Financial. Uh, so thanks for the question, Russ. Uh, from Facebook, is there a tax withholding on an IRA rollover to a self-recorded IRA? Well, great question, follows suit Russ's question. So. If you roll over funds from another IRA or 401k, there's no withholding if it goes retirement in a retirement account. IRAs to IRAs are actually called transfers, not rollovers. But if you're, it's the same concept though. If you're moving a 401k or a 403b, 457, a pension plan to an IRA, that's called a rollover. Generally, when you're initiating that rollover with your former employer, excuse me, you'll just have to indicate that no withholding should be removed and it'll be a tax-free rollover. The only time withholding is done and generally 20% is if you're taking a taxable distribution. So you have the ability to do a taxable distribution. When you leave your employer, you can either do a 60 day. So then you pay the 20% withholding and then you can have 60 days to roll it over to an IRA or another 401k. And then you'd have to put in that 20% amount to make it up. Um, if not, you're going to owe tax. Well, I guess the 20% withholding should cover the tax for the most part, but that funds that you took as a taxable distribution will no longer be part of a retirement account. So what I've seen some people do is they make an error and they check the box off for withholding and they lose the 20%. Let's say it's 100,000 bucks, 20 grand. And then they can make up the 20 grand if they have cash lying around to get the account back to 100. This way um, they can get a credit back for the tax paid. Um, But generally you want to check out no or check off no withholding taxes. You're generally not gonna get that option for transfers between IRAs. With 401ks, that option will appear. So make sure you indicate if you're rolling to an IRA, no withholding. Last question is from Ben Kaye of Long Island, New York. And Ben wants to know, I wanna invest in a hedge fund with my IRA, uh, but th- there will be leverage, which I, I was told would trigger UBTI, or unrelated business taxable income. How can I get around this? So a couple things. Depending on the size of the hedge fund, Ben, a lot of the bigger hedge funds have an offshore feeder vehicle. So that means they'll set up a corporation or a partnership in the Caymans, for example, and your IRA can invest in the Caymans and then the Cayman Corp will invest in the US partnership. And since you have a foreign corporation, it blocks the application of UBTI, right? How is UBTI triggered? Generally, only charities and retirement accounts pay UBTI. It's kind of a toll tax. Three ways it's triggered. Marginal by stock in an IRA. Use non-recourse loan to buy real estate in an IRA. There's an exemption for 401ks. Um, leverage in investments, um, which aligns with the margin in stock. And then the third is if you invest in an active trader business through an IRA or 401k through a pass-through entity. So you invest in a restaurant that's operated through an LLC. You'll trigger the UBIT, which can go as high as 37%. And can turn a very tax-friendly investment into a very um, not-so-tax-friendly investment because of that added level of tax. But a lot of the larger funds, they want pension plan investors, right? If you look at who the biggest investors of hedge fund and private equity funds are, it's not you and me. It's pension plans like CalPERS. They got the most money and they need to seek out higher returns to pay for the higher-growing retirement benefits um, as part of their plan. So they usually look for more aggressive investments like hedge funds, private equity investments, where there's a higher upside, bigger ceiling. But they don't wanna pay UBIT tax either. So what they do is they come in through a Cayman Corp, the Corp pays, the Corp invests in the fund, and the Corp is a blocker, right? Blocker means, think of a blocker as like a big box. So you're probably thinking, well, you mentioned that UBTI is triggered when you invest in a business for your IRA, but Adam, I own Tesla, I own Apple. Those are businesses. Why have I never heard of this UBTI tax? Well, because they're corporations, right? Tesla's a corp. Google's a corp. 99.9% of all public companies are corps. Corp, think of it as a big box. It boxes in the tax, the corporation pays the tax, and then the dividends are paid by the shareholder. So there's a built-in tax that the UBTI doesn't need to Supplement because there's already a tax. Whereas a pass entity, think of it as like a funnel, right? just flow through, like a river. And there's no box. So there's no tax. So the IRS is concerned is they want to impose this penalty tax on retirement accounts that engage in, in these types of investments. Don't get me started on UBTI. If it was up to me, it would not apply to retirement accounts. Why? The name it's in the name, right? The name is unrelated business. Taxable income. Well, we know IRAs don't have an exempt purpose, right? They're not charities. So if you are a charity, a hospital, let's say, and you have a flower shop in the hospital, that's unrelated to the exempt purpose of caring for patients, right? So that would be subject to UBET. IRAs don't have an exempt purpose. The purpose is to generate returns for retirement. So the only reason it gets stuck into this UBTI bucket. Is because it's treated as a 501 trust. But in reality, if it was up to me, if I was a member of Congress, part of the Ways and Means Committee, or the Senate Finance Committee, I would push hard to remove retirement accounts um, from the world of UBTI. It doesn't do much good. It doesn't raise that much money anyways. And it causes confusion and really turns away a lot of uh, good investments from retirement account holders. Um, The larger funds like CalPERS, They can get into the big hedge funds through um, foreign corp blockers. But if you invest in a friend's business or a private placement, you're not going to have that luxury. These smaller type funds, these smaller type private placements, they're not equipped or have the resources to handle a use of a foreign blocker. So they're not going to have that. And then what's going to end up happening is you'll have to decide whether you want to do the investment, pay potentially 37% tax on a portion of the income, or just not do it. And if you don't do it, then what ends up happening is these small businesses don't have the funds they need to grow. So, in my estimation, the UBTI tax actually um, negatively impacts um, many uh, businesses' ability to grow through private placements, reg A's, reg D's, crowdfunding, because those are all mostly through pass through entities. And uh, IRAs and 401ks that invest through pass through entities without the use of a C Corp blocker will impose, will get triggered. The UBTI tax on the net income above a thousand bucks, which can travel as high as 37%. So, um, taking money out of growing American businesses, um, punishing retirement account investors for no particular reason other than it's basically bundled in with the 501 world, and it just doesn't mesh. Right, unrelated business taxable income, I raise them have an exempt purpose. Charities do. So, it's the way it is. So. Ben, great question. If you're investing in a big fund, they'll have an offshore feeder and talk to them, let you know, let them know you're using a retirement account and they'll be able to um, show you the right way to do it. If it's a smaller type fund or smaller type um, investment vehicle, they may not have a foreign uh, blocker set up. You can ask them to set that up for you. It's not super expensive, maybe, uh, been a while since I set one up in the Caymans, probably about 10 grand or so to set up and maybe three, four grand a year to upkeep on um, just you know registered agent and directors in the Cayman. But if you're investing a lot of money, they may do it for you, um, or they may have other foreign uh, investors or other retirement account holders that they may consider doing it. So just bring up the foreign blocker. Um, and again, Caymans has no tax. They're not paying any corporate tax. There's no treaty with the Cayman in the U.S. So there shouldn't be, the money's coming from the Caymans back to the U.S. So you're not going to have any backup withholding. So it works really well for retirement accounts. But again, not every investment fund has a form blocker set up. So just want to inquire Ben. But otherwise, thanks for bearing with me. It's been it's been rough. Uh, I've been sick for the last couple of days. Uh, I'm on antibiotics. I don't have COVID. I took two tests, both negative. So Uh, I guess I have a cold. So um, sorry again for my voice. It sounds horrible, I know. But hopefully um, you enjoyed the podcast. Three really good questions. Thanks to my producer, Barry, for putting this together. And um, that's it. Have a great day. And um, thanks for listening. And I'll talk to everyone again next week. Be well. Take care.